It's such a joy and a delight to have you join us for today's broadcast. I trust that today's broadcast will be a blessing to you. Why don't you sit back, relax, and please don't change that channel and let us see what God has to say to us today. Never let that be the reason why you do any good thing that you do. It's interesting the metaphor that Jesus uses for the word of God. He calls it a seed. I don't want what God has for you, but I want all that God has for me. has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. The message translation says, God has not called us to be shy with our gifts, but he has called us to be loving and to be sensible. One translation says, to have a wise discretion, a sound mind is a spirit that God gave every one of us. Can you say amen? amen? Proverbs chapter 3 verse 21 in the New Living Translation. God speaking to every one of us. <clears throat> My child, don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Hang on to them. As you journey through life, remember that God is telling you and I never to lose sight of common sense. Hang on to them. Praise the Lord. We're going to read Psalms 91 together, verses 1 to 16. We're going to read it in the NLT. And as we read, we're going to personalize it. Reading it to ourselves in, in, in the first, as God's promise to me, because I know the person in which the, the person in which the tense, the tense is written changes in the chapter, but we're going to read it in all God speaking to us, because it is God speaking to us. Are we ready? Psalms 91, verses 1 to 16. Everybody want to go. We who live in the shelter of the Most High, will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Verse 2. This I will declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. 
He's my God and I trust him. Mm -hmm. For he will rescue me from every trap and protect me from deadly disease. Uh -huh. He will cover me with his feathers. He will shatter me with his wings. His faithful promises are my armor and protection. Mm -hmm. I will not be afraid of the terrors of the night, of the arrow that flies in the day. I will not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Uh -huh. Though a thousand shall fall at my side, though ten thousand are dying around me, these evils will not touch me. I open my eyes and I see how the wicked are punished. I have made the Lord my refuge and I have made the Most High my shelter. No evil will conquer me. No plague will come near my home. He orders his angels to protect me wherever I go. They hold me up with their hands so I don't even hurt my foot on a stone. I will trample upon lions and cobras. I will crush the fierce lions and serpents under my feet. God says he will rescue those who love him and he will protect those who trust in his name. When they call on him, he will answer. He will be with them in trouble. He will rescue and honor them. Uh -huh. With long life will he satisfy me and show me his salvation. Look at your neighbor and say, not my house. Not my house. Not my house. Lord, help us like only you can. We give you praise for who you are. And we thank you. Because the news all around us may take us by surprise. It has not taken you by surprise. You're fully in control. We thank you for your amazing promises. As we walk in the reality of them. Thank you for strengthening our hearts. And teaching us the right precepts. The right principles. The right attitude. That we may walk in your protection. We give you praise for who you are and all that you are. In Jesus' name. Amen. Child of God, the, one of the great challenges that you and I have to walk in, in this journey of life, is maintaining a balance. Somebody said, blessed are the balanced, for they shall outlive everybody. The Bible says a false balance, that's in your Bible, a false balance is an abomination to the Lord. The great challenge that we're going to face many times is ensuring that we don't neglect some area at the expense of another area in our lives. 
It sounds simplistic, but it's so profound. Jesus gave a parable of a guy that had a hundred sheep. He lost one. He still had 99. The Lord said he left the 99 and he went after the one. Because the enemy often destroys us over the one thing that is missing in our lives. Not the 99 things that we still have intact. The one thing. Amazing businesses have been built, 99 things intact, one thing out of, out of place, and the enemy pulls down the whole business over the one thing. Amazing marriages have been built, 99 things in place, one thing out of place. Satan comes in and, 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 and puts in the pressure over that one thing. Brings the whole home down. Amazing ministries being cultivated. 99 things in place. One thing out of place. The enemy will always attack over the one thing. Praise the Lord. And, 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 and when, when, when one of them is injured... The opponent knows that I will be a fool trying to attack him in any other area but the injured area. If I'm going to win this fight, the only way I can win is to keep coming on that, that weak area. That's why I'm going to attack, that's why I'm going to fight, that's why I'm going to because if I'm, going, if I'm going to win this thing, that is exactly how the enemy operates. That's why you and I must always take an inventory of our lives. And we cannot afford to leave any area neglected. There's our spiritual life or our health or our vocational life or our business or our marital life or our family or our children. Because the enemy wants to totally destroy all of your peace. No matter how much expertise or excellence or success you have in one area, Satan will want to wipe out any sense of accomplishment or peace you have by always coming over that area which where you, you have neglected. A false balance is an abomination unto the Lord. You must understand, child of God, that you are a spirit being. Say that with me. I'm a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a physical body. Say it again. I'm a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a physical body. That's important for you to always understand, for you to always remind yourself of. Because sometimes life can be so routinistic and so mundane and so distracting that we forget that. That I'm a spirit. And that the only way I can relate to the spirit world is through my spirit. But I live in the physical body. And the only way I can relate in the physical world is through my body. 
So if I am interested in my purpose, I ought to understand that if things are wrong spiritually, I will get the wrong cue from God from getting the purpose. But if things are wrong with my body, I, I, I may get the purpose, but I will not have the body with which to execute the purpose if the purpose is to be done on earth. Say amen, somebody. So I cannot afford to neglect each other because that's the challenge with many in the body of Christ. You have on the one end some that are just extreme spiritually. And it's like they're speaking tongues all the time. Flying about like Caspar the friendly ghost. Young people don't understand that. They talk about how the Lord is always speaking to them. The Lord spoke to me. The Lord spoke to me. The Lord spoke to me. It's multiple. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm like, but God does not run his mouth like that. Praise the Lord. Abraham walked with God. God I can count the number of times God sp- sp- spoke to him. He told me the color of suit I should wear. He told me if I should lock my house. Shut up. Just lock your door of your house. God is not interested in any of that. When God speaks to us, he speaks to us about destiny-defining stuff. One of the things you will learn as you move up in life is you understand that you have to speak less because you recognize that words have consequences. Mm -hmm. And you cannot afford to speak anyhow because you have recognized the and the potency of speaking. That as you speak, things occur. And nobody is higher than God. So God does not talk anyhow and tell you what breakfast you should eat. Just eat what you want. Praise the Lord. But when it's a serious issue, don't invest in that business. Or don't marry him. He's a joker. He's a joker. I know you don't know. He's bringing you flowers and chocolates. I just thought I should make it plain. It's International Women's Day. <laughs> I thought I should come down where you are. Praise the Lord. He tells you about serious stuff. So all of these weird, weird, strange people. That's one extreme. Then we have the other extreme, Christians who are too carnal. They limit their choices and their decisions exclusively to what they can see. You cannot afford to make that mistake, child of God. Because life exists, the life that you live in is much more than just what you can see. Most prayer warriors in most churches are broke. I realized that from early o'clock, so I don't ask people to pray for me for money. <laughs> because I knew if, if it was prayer, ah, that church mother, she'll be a billionaire. She's not, so. Praise the Lord. How many hours a day does Jeff Bezos pray? They are pray- let me, let me, let me explain. 
I mean, are you with me? Can I tell you as it is? <laughs> Do not conflate the purpose of Jesus with the principles of Jesus. The purpose of Jesus will make you succeed in heaven. His principles will make you succeed on earth. The purpose of Jesus will bring you peace. His principles will bring you prosperity. His principles are not unique to Christians. They are not. Any human being. They are not unique to Christians. They are not unique to geographical location. They are not unique to uh, any generation. That's why Colonel Sanders, at 80-something years old, started Kentucky Fried Chicken because he walked on the principle of risk-taking and creation. I'm just blew up because he has no he has no regards for for how old you are. He has no regards for your color, your race, your gender. Principle of generosity, principle of hard work, principles of patience. I preached before the the, the 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 seven biblical reasons for poverty. You master it. You make sure principles of, 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 of avoiding recklessness. You there, you're always watching movie back to back, back to back, Nigerian movie back to back, back to back, Nigerian movie back to back to back to back. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. People you are watching in the movie, they don't watch movie like that for you to watch them. You don't understand. You, you, you didn't know that. You, I just thought I should tell you that. I just thought I should tell you that. You are subscribing to Netflix. You are play, play, uh, 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 what are the other ones? Xfinity. You are paying, paying, paying. You are, you are, you are paying. <laughs> if they were watching movie back to back to back like you are watching, you would not be paying watching. There's a watching thing. He doesn't watch movie like that. Like that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, his music. The music. Oh. You, you, you think uh, PDD? You think PDD? That's how he does. <laughs> you know, I used to think I used to think that that's how they do until they started interviewing these guys. I, I mean, I listen. And PDD said, he said, I have a twenty-five hour work day. I said, because ah! that one you want to listen to all the time. It does not come from. Oh, let me just do 30 minutes, mix this one, that one. No, no. When they do that, you don't want to listen to that one. For them to produce the one you want to listen to all the time. A lot of work! That's right. It is work that makes the difference. Work that is, that is uh, added to the talent. That's what makes the difference between the guy that sells 10 albums and the guy that sells 10 million. Okay, let me get out of that. All right. So you need money. When you leave this physical world, you will not need money again, but you are still here. You need money. Praise the Lord. What money is in the physical 
is what faith is in the spirit. Money is the currency of this physical world. Faith is the currency of the spiritual world. You need faith. When you have to go through a spiritual problem, faith, your faith, not your money, your faith is the currency you're going to need to deal with that. That is why you cannot afford to have one at the expense of the other. You can't afford it. You got to be balanced. You have to watch faith. Jesus said, be it unto you according to my faith. Not according to my power. According to my That's why when you read in the Bible, so many places where people got unusual miracles, you will say it's God's power and you will not be wrong. Jesus never said it's God's power. Always their faith was applauded. Always their faith he was applauded. Wow. Your faith has made thee whole. It's in your Bible over and over again. Your faith. Because that was the currency that you were able to spend when you were attacked by a spiritual problem. Praise the Lord. You know I'm going somewhere. So we have this nasty virus that is causing such a panic. They said there are eight now in Harris County. And there's so much hysteria and everybody's going crazy. And you know, and the, the, the medical people are now telling us that most likely this virus was with us even before. You know I have to say it now. Can I say this one? Let me tell you this one. They won't give us enough supply kits. And they say that the reason why they're not giving us enough supply kits is because they don't want the number to be high because somebody is, oh, let me know, let me get out. <laughs> ah, they, they're giving us enough supply kits. Mr. Ken, Mr. Ken gets the news. Before me. That's what I'm hearing, so correct me. The, the, because they say if we, uh, only 15,000 have been tested in the United States. In South Korea, 160,000 have been tested. In South Korea, you can drive through tests, just like you, you know. No, it's true. <laughs> drive through, open your mouth, ah, they open it six hours, you get the test. We don't have that here. We have eight, eight cases. Harris County. We don't have that here. We don't have that here. I'll be outside there. I'm not shaking all of you. Not today. Eight cases. Can I tell you why? It's International Women's Day now. It's eight cases that we know of. We don't know the ones that I don't know of. So I don't know who your sister has been exposed to. I don't want to shake them and give you now. You want me to shake it and give you? Uh-huh. I knew if I say it like that, you would like it. <laughs> I knew you find it up a lot there, so we'll be giving ourselves until until we'll keep watching the news. 
You wash your hands. You say, don't touch your face. It's hard to do, but the Lord can help, help. We keep the principles of hygiene. We sanitize. We do what we can do. Common sense. Hang on to it. And then we recognize that we're still human and limited. A woman is being naughty there. <laughs> and then we plead the blood of Jesus. We declare the promises of God. We refuse to be afraid. We know God is in control. Let me close by telling you this. I heard Richard Roberts say this. When I, when I first got saved, my father was so scared because, you know, he had cousins, you know, who uh, 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 they got saved and they stopped taking medicine and they died of malaria. So sometimes we mean, we mean well, but we mis misrepresent God because I have no way, I, I, I don't know where we, that's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible that when you have malaria, don't take medicine. It's not in the Bible. So he was so scared. He said, are you going to leave medical school? You know, because that was his whole idea of what Christians do because they had misrepresented Christ to him. And sometimes we mean well, but just because we don't know. Because God really, when he said, my people pray for lack of knowledge, many of us have done some really, really stupid stuff in the name of spirituality. So I have, to, I have to share Proverbs 3, 21 for you. Hang on to common sense. We are so thankful for the opportunity to be able to come to your home, your office, or wherever it is you're viewing this broadcast. Now, if you don't know Jesus, can I pray with you? Just say this simple prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come and be my Lord. I receive you today. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time, please call to let us know. Our phone number is on the screen. We would love to pray with you. Or if you want us to pray with you concerning anything, we would love to agree with you in prayer. But be kind to go onto our website, call into our church office, let us hear from you. We would love to pray with you. Additionally, if the message has been a blessing to you and you want the message in its entirety for a small donation to the ministry, we will rush the CD or the DVD to you. Call in, let us know, we'll get it down to you. And if you're ever in the Houston area, we would love to have you fellowship with us at Grace International Church. Look forward to seeing you. And remember these words from Romans chapter 5 verse 17, the B part says, And we who have received abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness shall rule and reign in Christ Jesus. We will be back at this same station at this same time next week to bring you more word from the Lord. We love you. God bless you.